Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Radiant Black Podcast. This is a podcast focused on all things Masterverse and the Radiant Black by Kyle Higgins, Marcelo Costa, Becca Carey, Michael Basudel. I well, I mean, my work has been edited in this issue as well, so I'm really a part of this as much as anybody <laughs> if we've read the uh, the letters. But yeah, no, I think you got everybody. Joined here today by my fellow co-host Matt and my friend Charlie. How are you guys doing today? What up? What up? I'm doing great. I mean, I'm radiating positive energy ever since reading this series. No, that's a shitty intro, and we're keeping it, unfortunately. I uh, know I'm doing great. Uh, always an awesome day to be talking about reading Black, and it's always fun to have Charlie on the show. How's it going, Charlie? Yeah, pretty good, man. So awesome to be on for a third time, I think it is now. Crazy you guys haven't gotten sick of me yet, so it's it's pretty awesome. It's been crazy time at work. Uh, in the comic book world, literally on all fronts, we literally just had the Batman last month. Moon Knight at the uh-huh. end of this month. That, that's been that's just been such a treat. Uh, speaking of that, <laughs> shout out to the Panel to Panel podcast. They got a, oh, yeah. a great review of all that stuff over there. Um, and yeah, it's kind of just, it's weird getting used to this kind of like a weekly massive verse content. And it's really, it's really just awesome. Awesome to be getting it. And I can't wait to talk about an awesome issue with you guys. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's been a month. It's been the month of MK really. We had Mario Kart DLC as well. And then we had, uh, we oh, had yeah. Moon Knight. Thank Christ for Moon Knight. We had a new issue of Moon Knight this week, as well as, you know, Nathan hearing from the MK bank as well. So this, this issue is not free of MK either. And I'm here for it. Moon Knight's really sweet. It's nice to have like a Disney show I, uh, that I actually genuinely care about. And uh, no, it's great. And uh, definitely Team Mark. Fuck uh, Stephen Grant. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Disney had a tweet. It's like, oh, we're all rooting for you, Stephen. Like, get out of town. Come on. It's all about Mark Spector. Like, if you don't, I don't know. What? What was that reaction, Bash? Yeah, you, uh, yeah. You're Team Stephen? No, I, I, I mean, I like Stephen in the comics. I, I think his represent. I mean, I don't. There are aspects of his representation that I enjoyed in the show. Like I, I, I do like a lot of some of it. Like they changed him being a billionaire and everything. That's okay. But I don't like how clumsy he is. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say no. The the show's just been re- really, really awesome so far, and it's been it's been like really just keep keeping us guessing, and just can't really can't wait for more. Yeah, I, I like the. Yeah, it's mind bending. You see him put on the suit. There's this amazing song that plays. <laughs> it's like amazing. It really adds to yeah, the. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Rating Black 13. I thought this was one of the best issues, like top three for me of the run so far. I really, like, I think a lot happens and some of it's subtle and some of it's not so subtle as we'll see later on. Like, uh, you know, a bitch slapping naked people possibly to death. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> This was a throwback issue, right? It felt in a lot of ways it was a throwback with the Burnett stuff. It was really cool. We got some great, uh, you know, Papa Burnett wisdom, of course. And just the first freaking, like, page of this where uh, with the, like, uh, no, I like the crutches scene, like, it really hits you in the feels. We get the comedy with, uh, you know, the get to see CGN again. And then you can't be the Batman again, basically smashing the, the signal for, uh, I mean, the villain version of that with how intense it was. And we got a new form. Like, this was a badass issue. Oh yeah, no, for sure. We got got a lot of cool stuff, and what like I most like about this issue and this series is like just the basic day to day stuff they go through in the world building, like with this with the advertising and all this company and all the stuff with Circle Guy News, and we can we can uh, I don't know where you guys want to start, but yeah, I just really enjoyed this issue overall, and I, I would agree it was definitely a top three issue for me. The beginning, you know, like uh, we're we're a moment we're waiting for for nathan to progress back into his life in some way and uh, yeah he's leaving the hospital gets some conventional pieces of wisdom from the parents but 
Also, yeah, of course, it's nice to see the Burnets. We've been seeing them sporadically throughout the issues as they've been, you know, um, being there for Nathan and his uh, previous journey to healing and recovering from his near-death experience. <laughs> this pizza that's mentioned that they get, do you think it's Uncle Pete's? I mean, it's got to be, right? One. Yeah, yeah. Could be yeah. one of the last, uh, you know, they're selling like one in the one in 100 value uh, variants of these pizzas as they get burned down, <laughs> like three-fourths of them there, so it's brutal. It's weird because it's like we see the robot, which we kind of expected because we've seen that from other issues where like the robot kind of makes a weird uh, cameo into Nathan's, you know, mind or whatever it is day but uh, in this case the same thing happens like the robot shows up hello nathan and he's like nope <laughs> he's just see you later bud and, yeah uh, it's, that's that yeah no like our generation isn't really into like answering phone calls let alone like super personal calls that are like taking place like inside your your like uh, you know new robot soul so no i'm not down with that i love the crutch stuff at the beginning where uh, they say like oh honey careful take your crutches and uh, nathan wants to be able to walk for the first time and then he's like no crutches okay please and then you cut to the panel of them like of uh, nathan with his shoulders around his parents like i really love this because it's like symbolic of their relationship where they kind of have been a crutch for him but not one that they want him to be overly dependent on but just enough to get his footing so he can finally walk on his own again I, oh, it was so good yeah that, yeah that literally happens right like with the credit card bills like that's literally the crutch right there symbolically speaking i guess his dad's been paying his bills just enough so that yeah know. and supplying his root beer you know it's just it's amazing <laughs> like no this this was really really touching and like i love that uh, he even mentions like the stuff about like how you thought you were going to pay for stuff on the left coast like the left coast i've never heard anyone call the uh the west coast the left coast this is uh is... oh that's that's <laughs> I, I, I don't know if this stood out to you guys at all, but like when when the robot came and said like, hello, Nathan, like it really I, I, I've just been thinking like how he was just not surprised whatsoever. <laughs> it kind of just mm-hmm. showed like they've been communicating like a lot. So just on that front, I've, I've been super curious how much they've been talking and kind of like what where the relationship is at this point. He's haunted yeah. now, right? Like it's it's not enough to not have the powers anymore, but it's still messing with you, and you probably don't have those powers, or they're corrupting you. So that's the worst case scenario. And you remember the line, like your connection is fine, like permanent, final, like to, for the duration of your existence, or something like that. So I'm assuming that Nathan, just based on that sentence, and of course this is a speculative assumption, but based on that sentence, it could be that Nathan is somewhat tethered to the robot until he's dead. Like, this is going to be a thing we're going to see play out for a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 that's a good point for sure. So, so like, pretty much every Radiant that's ever existed could be kind of trapped in this existence kind of thing. I, I do like that. And the black box, uh, the cover that they showed, the one with Nathan on the cover looking all, like, wacky. Um, yeah. What issue was that for? 14? Uh, 16. 16, okay. 16. So yeah. maybe that's going to be when... The S really hits the F at that point. So yeah. I don't know. We might have like, like what moment. if the Radiant uses Nathan as a vessel? <laughs> you know what I mean? And not the other way yeah. around. Because right now we've seen the other way around. We've seen Marshall, Marshall using the Radiant as a vessel. We've seen Marshall even extort the Radiant where he's just hmm. like, oh, I'm going to stand in front of the train and basically die if you don't do what I say. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, in this relationship, it's kind of the other way around. We see the Radiant. And this is all from Conchu, fucking Moon Knight. We see the Radiant, like, I got this from that, you know what I mean? We see the Radiant, like, kind of trying to talk to Nathan, not the other way around. Nathan has no interest in talking to the, the robot. The robot's trying to talk to Nathan. And I think that's really interesting. It means the robot probably wants something from him. And I'm very curious to find out what. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, the, the colors again standing out, of course. Uh, like, always got loving the, like, shading there with the 
the robot in existence and then then we got all this was it did you guys catch the name of the root beer there the name of the root beer that's, i don't like i i don't say think... jets i can't see <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I well, couldn't, couldn't read it on. I, yeah, I couldn't read it on the cam. But I wasn't sure if they said it or not. I thought it was just some some new thing, but I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. No, we'll see, we'll see. Because uh, I because I've noticed they've been consistent with the branding. Like even if you look back to the sure. yeah the bank statement, it's MK, which is the same bank from from like you know the first issue and everything. So they, I like that they've been consistent with that. And you know a pleasant surprise over the last few months that we've had is the the dropping of all those splendid so on splendid. Twitter. Yeah, the splendid. That's a weird word to use to describe that, but they are splendid. The splendid advertisements with Marshall actually voicing them. I mean, we we talked about one on the last episode because there was one out by the, by that time, but I think we got two or three more, right? And they're hilarious. <laughs> oh it's, yeah, no, for sure. All, all that stuff really just adds adds to it. Like when when I was reading it for the first time, like that's what I heard really like yeah. in my head when I was going through it. But yeah, no, I really enjoyed that stuff. No, like they go above and beyond in the social media marketing of this franchise where A, it's fun and B, like they blend the reality of the universe with what's happening on social media. And it's amazing. And then we got Uncle yeah. Pete's. Bash, when you saw the Uncle Pete's logo, did you, you must have thought of Pete's Fritique, right? Yeah, and, and I honestly got a little hungry, man. Tavern style pizza sounds bomb. But for me, the funniest <laughs> thing was when he was like, it was very natural. So I don't know who the voice actor is, and I don't think they've uh, think the information's out there yet. But whoever it was, props to them because that one advertisement for the um for the like that was yeah, I just thought that was so funny. That was funny. That was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, and so um I I like the I like the Uncle Pete's thing kind of being not only uh like a you know part of the whole advertisement thing but also having so, like you know he has an emotional connection to it throughout because of his life and his personal connection to it with his father and you know we'll see later on that it's just his father and him that share this uh this sentiment for this pizza and not the, the mother yeah. so much i was thinking the circle guy news they should start they should go in with with uh radiant black and start their own restaurant call it arby's like you got Radiant Black right there. That's, <laughs> that's your money good. right there. That's but then I realized that Uncle Pete's, it's you're buying Uncle Pete's za, so it just it works perfectly. It's perfection, and Higgins, I'll never doubt you again. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, the root beer does that. It kind of looks like it has the A and W logo on it. It's it, like it, there's like a circle, there's like a V and like an A ish shape. It looks like it's just as close to the A and W logo. Okay. Yeah. I see yeah. your game. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no. Uh, whatever you have to do to get by. No, I'm kidding. But of course, A and W root beer. I mean, they're synonymous with it, so that's pretty. I love this opening, how uh, when we the way we cut from uh, Nathan saying to his dad, saying, like, oh, trust me, there's more to Marshall than anyone thinks. And he's got, like, six burritos hovering around him. <laughs> like, <laughs> And the way it's hovering, it almost, it's almost like a Doctor Strange pose or something. Like, it's, it's so good. No, it's hilarious. Yeah, and the way he's posing is funny. And it's hilarious because all the products are so random. <laughs> like, they're all, like, very, like, Marshall things. Like, oh, like, here's some... You know, a proxy to stop people from catching your embarrassing whoops, or like here's some, you know, like of oh, the manscape straight yeah, up. Manscaped. It's manscaped. Yeah. Is what it is. Cheer yeah, like... from the bush. Wait, wait, what? Wait, what does he say? That's why Team RV's tickled to Buzzing tell you about the new automated shearer from Bush Brush. That's not as good. <laughs> like, what the? Yeah. That was actually hilarious. I, I remember laughing. Oh, uh, was... Eddie's right, and it's probably called the Bushwhacker would sell. I, I'm, if that's not on Manscaped's lineup, anyways. What are you saying, Charlie? Yeah, no, I was saying that the whole buzz in your biz thing, I, I absolutely love that. <laughs> just just, just the, their, their little catchphrases really just, I just absolutely loved it. And that stuff, like I said, like that stuff on Twitter, I, I really enjoyed actually like kind of hearing that like beforehand. I don't think I've really experienced something like that in the comic. I mean, Matt raved about uh, Marshall's advertisement skills back with the Marshall Schools of Business. So it's nice to see them 
<laughs> recognize. Well, and then we got all of that. Marshall's business acumen this week. We got it all. We got all the ads and we got the return of Marshall's SOB at the end, which is the best acronym for it. It's great. And I've fallen on this fellow talk about recently too, after I realized they deliver and that uh, I, the carb got me, right? I've been carbon up uh, the Taco Bell like twice and, you know, Baja Blast obviously is like the, one of the best things ever invented. <laughs> it's basically like drinking holy water and uh, my sin, I've been cleansed of my sins. Also, I do have uh, two gift cards for pizza places. So somehow my life is just a part of this book. <laughs> that's very that's very fair yes yeah that, that's a great i just story. i just want to say a shout out to circle guy news it's nice to see them returning an issue because you know last time we interviewed them on the podcast and you know check it out if you haven't it. it's a fun episode it's, it even has video and we love those guys so we're i'm big a fan of the invincible podcast so it was really nice to uh be able to talk to them and uh yeah which is also circle guy news by the way is this the first time that their name's been said in the book? I feel like it is. Um, I did go back and I did. I think Bill was said. I don't know why. That sounds right to me. I don't think they said Ryan. I think that was the first time they said Ryan, maybe. They really captured the the way these guys talk, too. They did a really good oh, job. Oh, and I love the way they interact awesome. with this. My new favorite Radiant Black panel, maybe of all time, is Radiant Black eating pizza saying eventually, like oh. through the suit. It's so good, like eventually. <laughs> like his reason for not helping, well, I just charge their power. I'll just make it worse. Like that's like saying, like, I'm not going to help in the kitchen. I'll, I'll just mess things up. Like I'll, I'll find a way. Like it's like, no, we kind of need you here. Like help out. <laughs> My favorite line is when, when Bill is like, then why'd you ask? And then TJ's like, don't be a dick, Bill. There's bigger shit to give him shit about. <laughs> like, like, yeah. <laughs> that's literally like that makes you further engaged in the story and further fleshes out what podcasters interacting with a guy who also cuts the bullshit uh how they would interact oh yeah, oh, yeah for sure and they got I, I don't know if this is their little their little radiant cave or something they got <laughs> they got all the, they got all these little like oracles around or whatever however you want to compare it kind of and they're the people who first introduce excel to us and blew up 20 cars and I, I i really love the glowing effect later on and we'll we'll get into more of that but excel is a really cool character yeah, yeah. and it's interesting because we were all wondering and that issue i'm not entirely sure what issue was maybe seven or that big like alien spacecraft machine full of the weapons dropped down and we see these people who found it. And we realize now looking back as i reread that issue that was jace who died in uh, in Supermassive number one, he's the guy who turned into the big alien thing that they ended up having to put down. And, you know, they bring that up, this issue. He was just like, we don't have more fuel charges. And that drunk guy, that's the guy. The guy drunk or high, Bash. Come on, we're professional. <laughs> yeah, drunk or high. Yeah, he's the one reporting to uh, Excel and Shift. So he's clearly a grunt sort of guy. So that, like, we, that probably implies in some sort of way that when they found that uh, all that tech, it went to these guys because these guys are the higher-ups. So it's interesting to see, like, Excel straight up, like, this dick. <laughs> and it's weird because when Michael uh, was, you know, discussing... Raiden Black number 14 is on FOC this weekend, and I believe it's going to be until Monday. So you have until Monday to pre-order that mm. issue. Cool cover, iconic uh, homage to Hulk, th uh, Hulk 340, I think. Yeah, so... Yeah. You know, the, the the thing is, in that issue, we see that they were getting this new character called Sheer, and Michael has said that this Sheer is, like, one of the worst characters in comics. Like, this dude is just a pure asshole. And I honestly think XL was an asshole. Like, this dude was, like... <laughs> a piece of shit <laughs> like he was like he was threatening marshall in all sorts of like horrible ways he was just straight up killing all sorts of innocent people just to like draw him out like this dude is no no he wasn't just destroying buildings pizza pizza, pizza. Like, yeah, 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 those yeah. are places of worship to me uh, are pizza places <laughs> pizzerias so like you destroy those like that's in a way his childhood memories like, yeah you know what I mean? oh 
that's a oh, major yeah. the, blow. The, this guy this guy was just absolutely ruthless and I, I i liked his power set too at first like just seeing him hearing the name excel like like i thought he was gonna maybe be like a speedster or something yeah like yeah. type guy kind of like the flash but i i really did enjoy like what what they did with him i did yeah. like it. it it's a very interesting and complex situation to have it so Marshall basically supercharges him anytime he he tries to really fight him, so it makes it the, the battle more interesting. And it's not just one of those like, oh, I can just save the day by overpowering him, like I have pretty much everyone else, you know? Yeah, their setup reminds me of the Vulture setup in Spider-Man: uh, Homecoming, where they're basically like construction workers or whatever that like manage to like scrap the stuff of like the bigger guys. Like I love that kind of stuff where it's like we see the underbelly. It's like okay, you, well you guys are doing your big battles. I'm gonna use your tech to you know benefit me i i like that kind of stuff just harvesting the what falls you know without going like oh i've seen your missiles tony stark you're a bastard it's like there's there's a lot to it so yeah, yeah. i like that and it's weird because and i'm not gonna go too deep into this because i don't we you know radiant red we're gonna talk about that later this week mm. but in radiant red number two spoiler alert spoiler alert so if you haven't read radiant red number two skip the next 30 seconds but in radiant red number two we see shift appear and we realize that shift isn't actually the number one dog he's like reporting to someone else this woman who's almost like a kind of mad scientist kind of figure who is interesting because she extorts Satomi in some ways as well. So I'm intrigued to see whether Shift is like the top, you know, like he's a boss or whether he's like a lieutenant for someone who is a boss. And it, because like he's already such a badass character and people are super excited to see, you know, more of him moving forward. So I'm curious to see whether he reports to someone else and who that person, is, you know, might be. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We're getting a really cool underworld here. Yeah, I'm I'm still waiting for uh I'm still waiting for Owen to pop up somewhere as <laughs> villains. I, I I really think he's gonna be under one of these masks someday. You yeah. give him that's a good call. You give him one chance at this tech and not having to do like actual work and be yeah. able to like make Satomi's yeah, life worse and he'll it. reach for it. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. yeah, no, so we'll, we'll go back to um our main character Nathan here. But yeah, this was an awesome you know, for those of you who are hunting key issues, we released a comprehensive key issue list earlier. Today, with covering all the Radiant Black Keys so far, all the first appearances, or, you know, people who are collectors or readers might want to look into if they don't have any. Just, you know, if you're a collector, you... No, it's really you cool. Like that kind like of stuff. underselling it. It's yeah. perfect. It's like a cheat sheet yeah. for this, and also... Yeah, it's a cheat sheet. Exactly. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. But you, one mistake you did make is you didn't acknowledge the first appearance of the Rowe family, who are a massive deal. I can tell there might be a connection to Kathy, even. I That's on my radar. <laughs> wow. It's wild. So... Guys, pick up this key, like get the get the ratios because when we're all talking about this, when we're waiting for them to adapt season three and bring in the rows, you're gonna want to row, row, row your boat to the bank with all the money you're gonna cash. I'm telling oh, you. Oh god. No, that was really oh, <laughs> oh yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah, no, it was, it was organi- it was organized super well. I do have to say I was going through it just before we hopped on. So yeah, props props to that for sure. Yeah, no, legitimately he <laughs> did, did a great job, even if he forgot about the rows. No, I'm kidding, but like it's not all roses. Everything's not coming up roses in the radiant black. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so first full appearance of Shift. Prior to this, we see him for like one or two panels in uh, I think Radiant Black number nine. So uh, it's cool to see more of him. And I do believe Radiant Red 2 came out the week after this. So yeah, he, this is the first time he's you know in an actual story for more than a panel or two. Nathan and Marshall, and we see that Nathan's chilling at a bar, and for once he's actually writing, and that makes me so happy. That's like such a wholesome moment to see like Nathan writing, and he's not just want to like kill himself. Not just writing, he's fi- <laughs> <laughs> he's fi- okay. That's the hardest I've laughed on this podcast, but yeah, he's he's killed. Uh, sorry for my uh, you know my screeching crow laugh, but uh, yeah, he's not just writing. He's finished two short stories, which is like good, or might have been three even. So he's actually like wrapping stuff up. He's had these ideas, so he's literally. All I'm gonna say is uh, JJ gets results. <laughs> like that's all. Yeah, 
That's all I'm saying. You know, like it, a little bit of love goes a long way, uh, not just in Weezer songs, but in creative creative like lanes right where i mean obviously he's had a lot happen to him when you when you're a writer a lot of you need to experience life to be able to truly like write interesting stuff and he's experienced a lot near-death experience and he's got you know an old flame come back to his life so i'm sure he's plenty inspired poor poor nathan well poor nathan well kind of poor nathan but he's doing okay well broke ass nathan yeah (laughs) it's it's good to see it's good to see him so happy with her and that she's getting really getting him going like really like mentally like really going writing wise i know marshall doesn't really feel the same way doesn't have quite the same feelings that nathan does but those back and forth are so are so hilarious i love those agreed and you know some people have voiced the opinion that marshall feels that way because maybe he has feelings for nathan and like that you know he might be you know uh, gay or bisexual and and i'm like that's kind of interesting because i do there are I no, I I, de- I definitely see that. I don't know why I haven't thought that until this point, but that totally mm-hmm. makes complete sense. There are like if you read the if you reread the series, there is we and we've talked about this on the podcast before. Marshall definitely, they're good friends. So I'm not saying they're not, and I want to be very clear about that. They're good friends, both of them, to each other. But it yeah. seems like Marshall values or weighs this friendship much more heavily than Nathan does. In my opinion, at least that's the way it seems. Yeah, Marshall is the one that made that left for L.A. and could. Marshall stuck around. Yeah. And like Marshall made it seem like if you really reread the issues, like it made it seem like his world was like his life was about to change because Nathan came back. And, you know, like, no, no, no. Like even when he's crying in the snow when he puts the radio on for the first time, he was like thinking like we're all going to do it together. And like you're gone now. I'm like, I can't do it without you. And it's like that's a really weird thing to think about someone who. You haven't seen in a very long time. Do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. Oh, yeah. There, def- there definitely could be queer coding in there if I'm going to use the modern parlance. But uh, also, I noticed when they talked about Jace, they said, "Well, we lost Jace, Riley's better half." And Jace and uh, Riley's all messed up on drugs and alcohol. So there, who knows what's I going think, on I there? I think they're brothers. Okay, well that I just think, made things I'm weird. Not, I'm not yeah. sure. I think I think they're it, brothers. They yeah I, I I did go back I was looking I was trying to look through all their appearances I think they were in issue eight at the very at the very end but yeah it was it okay, was, it so was yeah. definitely his brother so yeah let's let's just forget I said that but either way so yeah that's an interesting way to look at the Marshall Nathan dynamic I mean who knows if we take a big trip to existence they could have that revelation uh, by the time yeah. they leave so that would be interesting um, that's one road I think they're just really good friends because like if I lost one of my best friends like I would go into the existence for it's, you know bash who je- I've known for a while je- ago. it's the jealousy for for for, for like the people that more so than. Like they they they're saying like the way that he like look at the panel where he's just like being he says Nathan's like don't be a dick to uh to yeah to JJ yeah yeah, yeah don't be a dick to JJ and then at the end at the bottom of that page like the uh the way no right above right above the panel where he says don't be a dick look at the way Marshall's kind of like indifferent about it you know what I mean like he puts his it's it's almost like kind of just looks kind of like upset <laughs> you know yeah like, like jealous yeah, almost for, you know for sure like, you, even going. Even going back to existence, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but but going going back to existence, like even him saying like that truth at the very end, like he he hates himself and he definitely has like some demons really deep down. And it seems like he just can't accept himself for some reason. Obviously, we don't know kind of what was what's been going on with his dad and that situation. We saw a little bit of the mom later on, which we'll talk about. But look at uh, how he's like, look at that. What does he say? He 
says new short and then he's like another one that's like three since you got home i know i hit a groove or something it's not the novel but i don't care i'm just happy to be finishing stuff again and then marshall's like what's this one and he says ah nothing big just riffing on the same stuff how nice it is sometimes going back to old lives and then marshall says and he's so happy in this moment he says i wonder what oh, yeah. possibly inspired and then he sees jj and he's like fuck that you know what i mean like he's oh, almost yeah. upset that he's not the source of that inspiration oh yeah and he wants to and he wants to bring out cal too like look i got cal like blah blah, blah like the old times yeah. and stuff like that yeah he's but there's to, a lot like take his attention away you know what i'm saying in just like a handful of lines though with jj and you can see the relationship right just like hey there oh is this this is this the sweater i like it like you can tell they talked about like oh, i'm wearing the sweater and like that's the cute little coupley thing and then she's like oh i thought and he says like i finished this story it's different than when we talked about you know with jj so you can tell like these like marshall wants to be in that spot where like it could just be just a hetero thing where he's just jealous like people yeah. have been in that position where their friend gets a you know gets a yeah. girlfriend or gets a boyfriend and then your time with them yeah is, yeah, you know, yeah. It, it could go either way but the point is he's definitely there's definitely some jealous feelings there you oh, can you, sure. you can literally see it on his face like the next page when it when he's giving them the like remaster version of cowl every single panel that like progresses you can see his smile just getting wiped off until that last yep. page he just has that frown on with the beer if, not doing if nathan so was a wookie there'd be a life debt and then there, there would be no issue <laughs> realistically but unfortunately we can't all be wookies so here we are yeah <laughs> The, the bar looks like a place I would hang out. I really want to go to Lockport to like chill at this bar for sure. Right. Definitely at some point I'm doing that. And the next part of the issue is very interesting. Not a part that I was expecting. I mean, I was expecting oh. to get um, Orson back this issue. And, you know, surprise, we get the name of the pooch. Orson. 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 Very cute dog. Love this dog. First appearance, I think it was like issue three or four. We, I think it's four. We, we mentioned it earlier. It's, it's yeah. a clever name because is this Marshall's dog or son? Yeah. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> And people were like saying it probably from like Orson Welles and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. So that's really awesome. Uh, his mom is a bit rigid, I thought, in this. Oh, case. this killed yeah. me. Yeah, there's there's uh, there's you know there's some tension in this relationship. She a lot of people were saying she looks kind of drugged out. I, I I personally don't think that's she a nice quote out. for someone that gets drugged yeah. out. Exactly. I I don't think she's drugged out. I think she's kind of like. I think she's old. <laughs> well, she know, looks like she's been through hell, and she looks yeah. like she's been through a lot of stress. Yeah. Just, Maybe Marshall's dad died, and it was like she's got bills to pay, and there was no Kickstarter for her. Right? I, yeah, no I'm, I'm, I'm kind of getting the impression like he kind of like has a more positive interaction. But she takes the gift her. card, man. That's so fucking. Yeah. Cool. Oh, like, I, I know. Like, oh, yeah. I well, I don't like this pizza, but then she takes the gift card. That, that, oh, that, I didn't even notice the gift card. We'll, we'll go back to that. Yeah, that, that was the gift card he got from uh, Uncle Pete's for doing the ad. So he got a $100 gift card, and yeah. she basically says, I wasn't set up for a dog. He costs money, Marshall, to take yeah. care of. And he just looks down and hands it over and says, yeah, here you go. Yeah, your mom's not excited to see you. You could have died. There's none of that. But like, she, this is, she's broken, realistically. Like, you're you're not sure. happy to see your son. I was, I, I, I was really going to say, I'm getting the impression, I think, Think, like maybe she blames Marshall for what yeah. happened to the father. Jesus. Or yeah. There's something. definitely something there. Yeah, resentment of some sort. He looks like he wants forgiveness, but she just yeah. is having none of it. Going yeah. back to the Marshall stuff though, people that don't get love at home, they, they especially with like in the family situation, a lot of people have family that lie back on, but a lot of people maybe depend more so on their friends, like their best friends, and that's why he's feeling neglected with Nathan, right? Like he might not have that family life. With the Burnett's, he kind of tries to force himself in on that, like jokingly, like you know, like he's part of the family, and now they kind of hate him. You know, everyone kind of thinks Marshall's a piece of shit when really yeah. he sacrificed himself to go save his best friend, and he's getting none of, none of it. Yep. 
And that makes sense, this issue, when you consider everything that's happening, because he lost his dog and he's just now getting it back. He lost his friend, who he actually just got back to, because his friend, although he's there, he's not fully present. And then he goes... In more ways than one. Then he lost the gift card. And then not only does he lose the gift card, but he lost the restaurant oh, right after. So it's like, this dude's going through hell. Like, this oh, is man. like a really bad day for Marshall, this issue. He's just, he's taking L yeah. after L, you know? Yeah. This pizza place is how he, how he's like, connects to people. Like, he's mapped out onto his identity. Like, oh, I used to call, I used to think it was my real uncle. We went so often. Jesus. Yeah, and yeah, he's at home sure. alone, just him and Orson. They're chilling, watching the infamous Cowl. Of course, if you haven't checked out Cowl, I'm pretty sure Kyle put the movie on YouTube. It's on his channel. I think it's called The League or something like that. So I've seen it. It's pretty awesome. I've also read the comic. It's really good. It has, like, Watchmen vibes. I was very impressed. Loved mm. the Rod Rice artwork. Highly recommend Cowl if you haven't checked it out. But it's nice to see how often Cowl comes up because it gives us that little, you know, weaving into the rest of the black market narrative. But I was also surprised by the, like like Charlie said earlier, the ruthlessness of Excel and this call out. He's just, dude, he just blew up like his restaurants, like killed a bunch of people or hurt a bunch of people. I just called out Marshall basically saying, I'm not going to stop hurting people until you show up here, taking down these restaurant chains, basically, the locations. And then you get one of the best pages, in my opinion, in all of Rain and Black, like so far. Oh, that page oh. with the rain. I, that's oh. why they put it at the preview. That's why they previewed it before it came oh, out, sick, because they knew it was the money page. This is the money page. It was yeah. so good that we forgot what color uh, Orson is in the previous page. <laughs> I, I just want to give a shout out to, uh, what was it, Raul Angulo? Yeah, Raul Angulo was the colorist for this issue. I believe this is the first uh, issue of Radiant Black that he's colored. It's fantastic. Like I said, every time they give us some new creators on this uh, on the series, they always do such a fantastic job. So really awesome stuff from Raul Angulo. I really hopefully that we get him again in the future because I enjoyed his coloring. It's so good, and it really keeps in line with the rest of the coloring from the other issues. So it just, it, does, it doesn't really feel like we have a new colorist. Like you'd hardly no, know. It's good. I really yeah. like the coloring. The only critique I have is that does look like a different dog on the previous page. It's like a different color than Orson. Yeah. That's, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's all good. Maybe it's part of this or maybe you grab the wrong dog. He's just distressed <laughs> at the dog park. You bring the wrong dog home. You're lost. You don't know where you are when you're facing these things. It's brutal. And it's cool. No, I, it, this, this stuff in the rain, like this was really intense. This is the stuff where you can like visualize it as a, as a, like a movie in your head with, and it's so oh, vibrant. Yeah. That's this. You can tell, like, that's one of the things I personally really like about Kyle Higgins as a writer or a creator, I should say, is that in essence, and a filmmaker, and he talks about this in the Comic Tropes interview. So shout yeah. out to Comic Tropes, fantastic video from one of my favorite comic book YouTubers out there. Check out his work on on the Comic Tropes, and check out his work, his interview with Kyle Higgins. It's fantastic. It's super long. They dive into so many aspects of Kyle's career, including how he got started. And yeah, Kyle talks about how he was a filmmaker. I mean, Kyle literally says one of his first gigs ever was working for Richard Donner. Like, Ooh. you know what I mean? Yeah, like he was his assistant. He has. In his house, a poster of Superman that's, I'm pretty sure, like, signed by Richard Donner. He's talked about this before. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, like, Kyle has a history, and people don't realize that. And I think that's part of why these comics are, they feel that way when you read them. Because he is essentially a filmmaker. That's his passion. You see his YouTube. He has all these films he's created. Cal is like, you know, he created that. And he created the, the Cal movie. It's the League. So he loves this stuff. And I think that's why... We always talk about Rain and Black like they're scenes because they are scenes, Stan. Like that's I'm pretty sure that's how he visualizes the uh, the series. And it, and it's like that's why he called Supermassive the season two special. Do you know what I mean? Like this is how he's visualizing yeah. these things. You could see his filmmaker background really tap into this stuff. And I think it's fantastic. I think 
even the way that the, the the angles cut out at the the uh the the radiant black comic like you could tell there's talent there they do a very good job of adding tension to each scene by you know giving you very very focused angles on specific parts that mm-hmm. really elevate the mood yeah and it's just such a good job like that scene where he's you get the front shot of Rainy Black as he's walking into the pizza place. Like, that's just such a gorgeous scene because you're seeing the perspective of the person kind of who's waiting inside looking out. You know what I mean? And they're like yeah. widescreen. It's almost like you can see the, you know, the way he's like walking out of it. It's amazing. Yep. Almost like a 3D movie. It's it's cool how Nathan, the stories he can tell, only he can tell with his experiences, just like Kyle Higgins. If there's no Power Rangers, if he wasn't on the set of this, if he didn't go to school for filmmaking, we wouldn't have Radiant Black as the same way it is. There's so many variables that are involved in this process. And they all, you know, we rolled the dice and they came out perfectly. This series, Kyle had to go through this journey to give us this series the way that he has. And it's amazing what they're, the whole team is pulling off. Everyone on their journey is like Basuto, wherever. Yeah. He learned to be an amazing, you know, amazing at, at editing and design. Like the logo is perfect. Becca Carey, what she brings to the table with the way that the the fonts pop off the screen, the onomatopoeias, the electric sounds. It's amazing. The coloring I noticed in this issue on the the bombs that Excel throws, like oh, they yeah. look otherworldly. Oh, yeah. Like it's it's like they're bringing existence into the real world. It, it's just For really sure. cool. That that really reminded me. I, I've been going through that new the swamp thing uh, run. That's oh, yeah. that's been on issue five. Yeah, that really that coloring really remind me of some of those those earlier scenes like in the green and stuff. Um, but yeah, yeah, I was I was gonna say that next issue when he's or the next page when he's watching uh, he's watching the cowl and stuff and basically XL just sits down and gives him an, a personal call out and he says like come here now and doing that he's just in such a bad headspace right now after what he went through with his mom you can just see the rage in his eyes in that in that last panel and you can just see it going through that rain as well and it kind of leads into i think what kind of happens later on in this fight and the way he says come dog right like not just not just him getting his dog back but he's being treated like a dog he's happy to greet you he's at the door waiting for you to come in but everyone's telling him no like literally he was happy to see his mom and then she's like uh dogs are expensive marshall not oh my son i'm so happy you're alive like dogs are expensive like it's a money thing i love you but like it, it was expensive to keep the one piece of you alive that I had of you. <laughs> like, Jesus. Yeah, we get the page when they're sitting in the bar. Obviously, there's intimidation from XL. I'm not going to go through every line because obviously, you know, if you're listening, you've read this. But there's shades of the rain red fight, right? That killed that almost killed Nathan, uh, Nathan right? Because you're at the bottom of the floor. The lights are off. It's kind of empty. It just gives me it reminds me of that building. Yeah. And Radiant Black has to be very careful with what's going on here because XL tells them right away, like, look you're basically on a leash here like i you know you can't really leave because i'm gonna go continue to kill people and destroy places but you also can't like come fight me because you're just gonna supercharge me so what's it gonna be i love yeah i love how much of it like of an ass he is because he just he knows like he knows exactly he's not he's not playing games like so he's a villain's villain like he's just straight up evil <laughs> he, he wants what he wants and this yeah. is the most effective way to do it i saw you doing the pizza ads okay i'm gonna i know you like the pizza places mm-hmm. this will make you come here for sure when i do this like he's smart yeah. and he's just boom also yeah. i like how this is the play on the trope of like oh well bat all these villains wouldn't spring if it wasn't for batman like literally these villains are powered by this technology they would not have the ability to do what they do if the radiant wasn't here so it's a really cool way of looking at that it's really interesting to see how marshall has to be very calculated about what he does you know he's part of him realizes that he is a, a person that's easy to provoke you know marshall knows himself but at the same time Excel is doing a very good job of provo- provoking marshall he's trying to get him to beat him up so that he gets you know super powered kind of like and super massive initially when Marshall was telling him, don't attack the, the thing. And then, then Rogue Sun and Inferno Girl Red attacked the creature and supercharged it. So, 
Yeah. And how different would this be if he had, the, if he could talk to, if Nathan had the time to talk to him about their their little side project right now, right? He'd be like, yo, like, what's going on here? What should I do? But, uh, you know, instead he's already pissed off and sad. So he's going to be more angry. And that's yeah. how we get like Carnage Unleashed Christ mode here, which is like <laughs> even cooler than Cape. I mean, the Cape's involved, but this, the transformation is cool as hell. That's how you know. Yeah. I'm barely talked about that so far. I mean, lettering, colors, everything off the rails. Y'all know like Becca Carey is a legend. Everything she does in here is absolutely unbelievable. I just love this one line because this actually made me like laugh out loud. I, I was going through an emotional like roller coaster. Stay radiant. Yeah, it was like, haha, keep aiming it up, baby. Stay radiant. I'm just like, dude, you're such a dick. Like, Excel is like a oh huge asshole. Shades you know? of I am vengeance, right? When the yeah. villain says it in that certain movie that I don't want to spoil. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's it's just my my, my thing. My, keep amping it up. Like he's just such an ass. Like he knows how to get under Marshall's skin. He knows he, he's he's a villain. Like he's like such a annoying villain. And I'm I'm really digging. It. So I'm I'm like part of me loves this issue because it's so well done. But part of me also loves this issue because I know in the future XL is gonna be back at some point and it's gonna be even mm-hmm. more brutal. You know what I mean? Like yes, yeah. if this and, is their first fight, I can't even imagine how like revenge will be. Yeah. Plus like. The social media, he's Marshall's been using a lot of social media, and we've seen the problem with social media is if you share too much of yourself, it's it's even more for someone to take advantage of, and that's what happened in this situation. So he's got more of a knowledge of him. I know your sign off. I've been watching your your ads and whatever social media stuff you've been doing, and that's how I've been able to get the one up on you. Yeah, that that was pretty cool there, and and even this whole this whole uh, like it gave me very like symbiote Spider Man like just mm-hmm. when, when he gets that black suit and oh. he just gets very rageful and kind of like I, I I thought it was kind of his first like Super Saiyan moment almost just yes. bursting out with that extra yeah, bit Secret of power. Wars the one he's fighting within himself dealing with all this bullshit. Oh, but yeah, yeah, it's amazing. I was I was not expecting this, and and when I saw this like instantly this here. was yeah. the my favorite design for a character i've seen in a long time with this cape like yeah. the cape was cool before but with the all black with the energy White. and it's like rage it's like kylo ren's lightsaber where it's like un un uh, tapered or whatever it's just you know it's just raging all the energies around him and like it almost looks like stars inside the explosions on his hands or whatever but it's not it's like particles but it's like you can feel that he's like super powerful and has to put all oh. his punches and you can you can feel it too when he when he slams Excel down and you can he almost takes that like Doctor Manhattan he has the precision and he just like precisely like he takes off every single component separately of the costume it's not like he just ripped it off like you can see how precisely yeah. he took he took this thing apart like he's and, fully in tune with his gravitational powers at that point yeah, yeah. only leaving enough to cover his junk basically so that this doesn't become <laughs> a, a black label issue but yeah this is like <laughs> this was one of the most badass moments in the comics like clearly i don't know what can touch this as far as badassery like cape mode was cool it is cool this is like cape mode with the cherry on top yeah yeah i i I don't know like something just these level ups i don't know why like i feel like i should like we should have seen something like this coming but it was just so cool to see him just get that extra bit of power and really just go to town but something i i was gonna ask you guys is do you think like even if he didn't have this power with this threat that xl gave him like would he have killled him regardless um so so xl is not dead like get like confirmed he's not yeah dead. I, I didn't think oh, okay. He was dead. okay yeah okay. yeah so so he's not dead because he's just in, naked in, and afraid in, right in now. the preview for number 14 they show that they, they mention on the news that he's still alive and he was captured by the authorities and if you look at radiant black 16 the cover it's the year two cover with all the villains excels on the cover yeah. so we we knew that either way that 
even if Joao died, that someone would have continued the mantle like going forward. So Excel is going to come back. Like he's he's confirmed alive. We we yeah. 100%, we saw the police confirmed. When we saw the, yeah. the we saw the police watching, and really you should have sent the marshal the whole time because that's what really got this wrapped up. But no, that, I, do we we don't have a confirmation on what this form's called, right? Not yet. Uh, and and, and no. the thing is, like one thing that you know I was thinking about, and others have brought this up on mm-hmm. the Discord too. So you know, shout out to everybody on the Discord. Someone was saying. If you remember, if you think back to Supermassive at that moment where they're kind of looking into the prophecies of each hero when there's that energy explosion and they get this brief revelatory moment where they look into their own futures. And we see that because it's in each first each of the visions, they show a vision of their their future. Like you see Mm -hmm. them in it. So in Inferno Girl Red, you can see she's the red person there in Rogue Sun's future. You can see he's standing there, right? Like at the funeral, his dad's there with, 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 with Brock. But then. When you go to the Radiant Black future, Marshall's not there, but you see this, like, you know, Radiant Phantom, whatever people are calling him, uh, Radiant Spectrum, Radiant whatever, all kinds of different names. But you see this, like, one of these final boss-looking guys in space, and he says soon in Radiant Language. So I'm wondering, is that Marshall looking at his own future? And he becomes, like, evil. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that that was an option. First seeing that, I just, I, I don't know why, but I, I have it in my head that that's gonna be nathan somehow yeah. some way at some point it has i don't, to be I don't one know of why them. and, and like, see the it, battle it but be. yeah it, it's got to be yeah. something very personal to him and if if not him like that would be crazy if like um, nathan came back and took over the radiant black mantle and then marshall goes rogue and then like he's a villain of the series like something like that like who who knows like with the series we it could really go any, anywhere like it's well that that fight between nathan and marshall in the dream right well we think that's marshall like dreaming of the radiant black like did we get to see him unmasked maybe that could have been marshall in the suit and he was dreaming about marshall fighting a future version of him it's anything's possible at this point and this is a series that's been planned ahead like they know what they're doing oh yeah i mean you remember last episode we said they were planning issue 36 today kyle already said that on twitter that they recently just picked like the the image or something like that for volume three of the trade paper yeah Yeah, so they're 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 thinking ahead they're they're on good schedule i love that but yeah no this was such an intense issue this moment was so intense the artworks off the rails everything the lettering the coloring shout out to everybody who worked on this but yeah like i just had to pick up my jaw from like off the floor when i was reading this issue when i got to the end because i was i was so blown away by by just everything that happened you know people were always saying we need more action we need more action well there's your action you know and and comes back to that solicit that you know cal gave in one of the previous issues where he said you know when it rains when it rains it it pours supervillains and we're getting a lot of supervillains. So oh, yeah. I'm excited to see what kind of like coalition they're going to form in number 16 when we get that cover. So that's interesting. That's a really cool. I, I did see after seeing it, um, like I, I kind of think maybe he got um, going back to Excel. I think maybe he could have got his eye cut off, like his right eye, like or maybe just the side of his face. We can see him come back with a cool Deathstroke eye patch or something. But <laughs> yeah, I cool. guess we'll have to see what's going on there. He, there'll be scars regardless, physical or emotional. He's going to be pissed off. These guys are going to oh, have yeah. a bit of rivalry and they're going to be throwing Imagine down. Imagine you're the cop like arriving on the scene. There's just like this naked dude bleeding passed out on the ground. You know what I mean? <laughs> like this shit beat out of him. Like it's so awkward. Oh my yeah. gosh! You just cover your shame, like, and we'll put you chains. back together. Yeah, your eyes yeah. are there. We'll put you back together. But yeah, no, that's sucks. And like next, it's called retaliation. So is Marshall like? Is he going full rage mode now? Or are we gonna go? Oh, sheer. We're getting sheer. We saw in the preview that we're getting sheer next issue, and he. And we're not he, going for a haircut. We're gonna go. Well, we might get a haircut. He seems like a real piece of work, sheer. He's uh, 
he's a hacker from the looks of it, from what we see. So. He's the one they say they hate, right? The the, the is like the most hateable person in comics. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And and the, like that cover with the the Hulk. The claw, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. Wolverine uh, Hulk famous cover homage, a McFarlane cover. So like. That's awesome. Like, we've already gotten so many awesome cover homages. We had Rain Black Nine that homaged the uh, Spider-Man issue. And we had, uh, you know, this one homaging the iconic Hulk issue. I'm looking forward to more. And of it has Hulk. been confirmed. I was re- Someone was saying in the Discord that issue 18 is Radiant Yellow's issue, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we confirmed that. Yeah. Long, yeah. Okay. Uh, just yeah, making sure. If they pass over my boy Wendell, I am... I, oh, this no. will run oh, red. People are... I think Wendell is the most liked, at least based on Discord. I think mm-hmm. Wendell is the second most liked Radiant. That's why he's got the line, like the visor, because he's the most level-headed. Like, it's like completely straight. Like, he's right on there to like beat it's your It's very close between him and Tomi, though. It's very close. But one thing that's interesting, and, you know, check out the, the giveaway we're doing. We just gave away a uh, Radiant Black... Uh, sorry, a Rogue Sun number 1, 110 Able variant, and the winner was Mike Parker, Mike at Mike Art for Life. Congratulations, Mike. You know, just message me. I already saw your message, so don't worry about it. But yeah, congratulations, Mike Parker. You won the giveaway for Rogue Sun number one, one ten. We're doing another giveaway right now uh, when we hit six hundred followers, and we're giving away this amazing, super massive number one variant. It's a, uh, it's a race. It's an exclusive. Sorry, it's an exclusive variant for super massive. And I think there's the print counts like somewhere between the six hundred to one thousand range. So it's not not many made. And it's a variant by Gibo uh, Vigante or Vigante. I'm sorry if I butchered that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, a lot of people are very excited about this giveaway. And we just posted it today. And, you know, part of the thing was, you know, obviously follow us uh, to be part of this giveaway, but also reply on that tweet with which Radiant Rogue is your favorite so far. And, you know, I'm surprised to see the results because they're split between two characters. Who do you guys think they are? No, no. Shift, uh, two most popular shift. responses. Of the rogues? Yeah, of the Rogues so far. I'm going to go Shift. Okay. Yeah, that's one of them. Shifts. Yeah, shift is definitely obviously. And Doppler. Um, Doppler, I'll say. Nope. Is it zero zero one? Nope. The second most popular it's... one is Radiant Red. <laughs> like people, Ooh. okay. People okay, really I, enjoyed I, I Evil so Radiant Red. A lot of like people messaged us. I like it. Really liked Radiant Red. Okay. So yeah. Marshall School of Business returned, and just the glasses. It's another great addition to the pantheon of Marshall School of Business. Like. I love that. Just the glass. Like, I'm thinking about getting new glasses. This book like changes everything for me. Like it's too it's too relatable. Can you stop? Can you like get get the magic eight ball away from me? Stop uh, peering into the orb and watching my life, Kyle Higgins. But no, I really dug this. Uh, Riley Charlie I mean, did an Matt, amazing job. Matt made a Matt, Matt made an appearance in this issue actually. Is that and, with the hat? Get the yeah. <laughs> if you look at the the back of the comic book and go to the letter section, Matt's letter actually made oh, it to, oh, well, that. to the issue. So that's awesome. That's the yeah, second no, time um, the podcast been on the, the series, which makes me so happy. So thank and, you, Michael. And that's another that's reason awesome. to and Michael not bonus of a pseudo. We've learned not to call you that. Kyle encouraged <laughs> Kyle encouraged it. It wouldn't be a nickname if Kyle Higgins didn't let the snowball roll down the hill and just destroy mountains with the you know snowball girth. But anyways, my full my full letter was like eight pages though. It was a long letter and there was a Troy McClure reference and everything. I get why it was edited down. And I'm just gonna write more if I do write again because to have my words edited by the great Michael Basuto, holy shit. I've already made it. I can die tomorrow. I'm still, I'm still waiting for that bastard Kirkman to get one of my letters onto firepower. <laughs> I mail him every month and I'm like, come on man, like peanut butter. I just wanna like you know just don't kill peanut butter. <laughs> like every hey, time one day keep thing. them coming. I, I like that representation for Halifax up there. Oh, hell yeah. Halley, Halley. Um, One other thing, though, and it's cool that this is the one with, like, the Pete's logo that looks like Pete's Routique, which is, like, 
I don't know if it's like straight up like a Nova Scotia thing. I mean, it, it wasn't just uh, Matt though. We got another uh, Canadian actually, and another member of the Discord, Literate, Literate Griffin. Griffin. Yeah, who made it to the, the letter section, and Literate Griffin actually won the last giveaway. So you oh. winner of two different things this month, my friend. Congratulations, oh, yeah. Griffin. Yeah. I wasn't just bathing in my own ego for this. I did want to mention <laughs> how did I know how to write in? Because as we know, well, here's the more ego stuff. I'm two for two writing in the comics, uh, and the reason that I did write in was because Michael Pasudo, the great Michael Pasudo, wrote in the uh, Discord one one night because it's like one night for letters. us over here. He's like, hey, um, kind of light on letters if anyone wants to write in. And so, hey, if you're someone that really wants your letter in there, he. You, I knew we knew this when the iron was hot for striking there. If I butchered that that analogy, so another reason for the Discord, which we didn't plug too much today, but it is an amazing hub. We've got awesome new uh, radiant sun emotes in there now, so it's amazing. Sun. Yeah. <laughs> radiant sun. I say radiant yeah, sun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah. That, that's, no, no, my mom always called me was her radiant sun, and it's just it's ingrained in me. But no, I'm just kidding. That never happened. But yeah, so there you go. Discord's good, and the letters is good, and bonus basoodle. It, it's not gonna like fetch. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, that's, that's the first Mean Girls reference in the podcast. Sorry. Yeah, no, that that existence robot on on the Discord too. That that thing was so cool, like where it translates like the radiant text. Oh, that, yeah. that was that was freaking cool. And then I just wanted to say, last quick prediction. I am I'm gonna say now sheer gonna be hacking and going going after the brush or bush bush brand he's <laughs> <laughs> just, gonna like he just wants to replace their brand and, yeah you know, oh yeah he'll, like the Eddie Brock. he'll start doing ads my I'm name is <laughs> <laughs> oh. it's a perfect mix oh, that's hilarious uh no that's awesome the other branches don't make the cut and then he slices it in half like link style with like okay of time with the signpost boom yeah no i'm, I'm that's yeah, a good prediction these hard strikers the awesome backup story that's been in the last few issues of radiant black and shout out to the creators writer land pitts artist joe hunter who is probably going to be joining us in an episode uh in the future because that's awesome he's reached out and shown interest and in, joe's I, rad he, did you yeah, see his uh, sailor moon night Joe has an amazing sense of humor. So yeah, that, 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 that was sweet. That was sweet. I, I did love that. Sailor Moon Knight. Yeah. Yeah, Sailor Moon Knight. That was so funny. Yeah, like I mean, that, that tweet went viral too. So nice, nice one, Joe. But no, Joe, Joe's hilarious. Joe has an amazing sense of humor. I'm really, I'm really excited to have him on. And also, letterer Frank Svetkovich does an amazing job on Beast Heart Strikers. I mean, nobody's a bigger fan of Beast Heart Strikers than Marty Stoked, who is our favorite moderator, our you know, a friend of the podcast, and my my co-host on another podcast, panel to panel podcast, where we talk about all things comics. So check that out. But yeah, if yeah. you like Bashan Ali, but hate Matt, we got a better Matt for you now, but like it's, it's, Marty's on the on the ball. So it, no. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you guys are focusing on what? Like the adaption to the screen from the comic to the no, screen? No, we're, we're just talking about everything comics and we plan nice. to have a yeah. lot of guests on yeah so yeah, also, episode one also, is out as of this recording, so yeah, check talk that about out. Moon Knight, and we talk, we bring up Charlie. He's our, he's our Moon Knight. Like we, we were convinced at one point that Charlie was another personality of Moon Knight because he was promoting the fuck out of Moon Knight so much. <laughs> like, I, I, I did, I did hear that, and that comparison came down to I was compared to a secret identity of Kathy, possibly. <laughs> The, I got called a Kathy Simp in the, 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 the <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to feel. I don't know how to feel about that, but uh, you know. I'll take it. I'll take it. I appreciate <laughs> I, I appreciate it. 
I love that uh, Kyle like intricately puts in so many great jokes, and there's so many things that could become memes of Meridian Black, but so far Kathy is really like the dominant meme, and then the Meridian Black spirits. I, I, I don't think Kyle. I don't know. Even if, knows uh, about it. Yeah, Kathy. I don't know how much. I know Michael knows how popular Kathy is because we we like he's on the Discord and yeah. he, he he responds to a lot of the stuff. But I know Kyle's a really. I mean, they're both busy, but I know Kyle's like you know super busy doing a lot of different things. So he's probably. I don't know if he's seen <laughs> the fandom that exists for. I don't know. Loki uh, Kyle, brother of Thor Higgins, might be in there to do some some damage. My one complaint this issue, and it's not even a real complaint. So this isn't a a real complaint. This is just me being, you know, me just throwing a jab out there, being whatever. Uh, I, I, I was hoping that when we saw the cops, and this was... Before the, the Mills and Peters. Yeah. Dude, I, I love those assholes that so would... much. They're so funny. Like, I don't know. I, I think their relationship, their camaraderie with with the Marshalls is hilarious. I just think they have a weird back and forth and I love seeing it. I was really, I was genuinely like hoping we would just like, you know, because Mark, like Marshall shows up to the scene and they showed that page before the issue came out all intense. They didn't have any text with the rain. And I'm like, what if he's just about to walk in and then like Peter, Mills and Peter, they're like this asshole again. <laughs> you know? I just want, and he's got a new form too. What a prick. Let's get him. Like, it's no. like, yeah, like that would have been so funny. But yeah, no, that's, I'm just kidding. Like, I, I do miss Mills and Peters. Hopefully we'll see them again. I'm glad though. Like we, we were complaining on the Discord before. We're like, yeah, hopefully we get a name for the dog and we got Orson. So everything is being hurt. I love it. We got a name plus, well, we don't have the mom's name of, like, the most, like, mean-spirited mom. No, I'm just kidding. But no, that was... Hopefully we'll get more of her. There was something interesting going on there. Yeah, the father, like, what what, did your, what do you guys think happened with the father? Do you think he's still alive and left? Or do you think that he's dead? What do you think? I don't I, know, but I'm, I, whatever it is, I think it's going to be an important part of the story down the line. I'm really thinking he's... I agree. I, I think he's dead, and I think the mom's putting most of the blame on marshall I, I i'm curious to see how recent this event has happened like happened like at what age did marshall like go through this and have they always had well obviously they all, always haven't had this relationship but like at what age did it start there's yeah. an inter- that's a good point there's an interesting way to look at this where she says that she your dad always liked that place and she takes the pizza like is she taking it because she wants to go like and like enjoy the good memories and she needs the money or is she just like i need the money i this tainted pizza memories i'll, I'll endure them to get like food basically so you, I, you don't yeah. know i think if she can get 90 bucks cash for that thing she she'll do it in <laughs> Good point. Good point. It looks like such a coupon too. It's just like a straight up like coupon looking card. But I like like God. They took like the gift card. He mentioned that pizza gift card like two times to people. Or like you want like use the reading power. Yeah, man, this whole this whole issue is just Marshall taking one big L. Like even at the end when he like bitch slaps XL out, like he's still taking the L because he knows like XL's gonna be back at some point. So I I just feel for Marshall this issue, you know. His enthusiasm got curb stomped at every turn. Like and yeah. I, and it is a reference to Larry David and his amazing work. But yeah, no, it's brutal. Like he gets screwed over. She kind of looks like Ma Kent as well in the the Snyderverse. Yeah, I mean, no, actually, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, that's a a good one. Can her name be Martha, please? Please. No, 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 please. (laughs) Marsha and Marshall. She's named after him. I He's think named after her. I, I, I'd, I'd rather get another Gwen before it's Mar before it's Martha. Like just make it another Gwen. Just play on that joke. I I still think it's hilarious because we got this tweet. You know, this has nothing to do with anything, but we got a tweet where someone was like, "Oh, they made this like variant for or Invincible, like Gwen Invincible," and they were like, "I can't believe they did a story about Gwen Invincible." It's like this is not a real <laughs> comic. Oh yeah, I saw. That. Wait, <laughs> I wish. I wish. Yeah, One day that would have been so funny. <laughs> Gwen Invincible. Like, come on. Man. <laughs> Okay, here's my theory. Okay, I got them wrong. I mixed up Marsha and, and uh, Marsha and Marsh and Martha. But like, what if his name 
is Marthal, and he changed it to Marshall <laughs> when he got pissed off at his mom. That's my theory. He's been it's been Marthal the whole time. Marthal all along, not Agatha. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. Always no. Agatha. That's too much for my boy Marshall. Like I went through enough of this issue, but no, I'm I'm curious to see like this issue ends on such a sudden and serious tone. Like literally, look at that freaking awesome uh, panel at the end where he's just looking into the reader's eyes. You know, you won't. Okay, that was awesome, but. I wonder where this issue is going to pick up like from next because you know a lot of comics this one other other comic books included they're getting crafty with their they're pulling like preview pages from different parts of the the comic not necessarily the first three pages anymore so it's like they're really misdirecting yeah, yeah like that like that preview pages they showed us for this issue some of them like the rain scene was from way down almost at the end of the issue so it's like you know, they're getting crafty. I'm curious to see where they're going to start with the next issue. Is it just going to be immediately picking up from, like, oh, like, just, like, Excel got arrested. Sheer, you're up. Like, it's time to do something, you know? Like, Shift yeah. is working, like, the red angle. You got to go work, like, the, the black angle, you know? Even, like, I don't know if um, if Kathy was in a preview panel, but, like, with the misdirection, you're right. That could be her alter ego, misdirection. And the way that they do <laughs> these could just be building up to Kathy's reveal as misdirection, who's been moving like things that. under the scene a la one Sharon Carter, you know, he yeah. never know what's oh. going on. She could be the power broker in this whole situation, and there's a lot of power since the ratings came to Earth. No. Okay, okay. Uh, you you uh, talk yeah. serious stuff. I'm, I'm... I think we're on to something. But, uh, no, I, I was going to say, I, I, yeah. I'm really curious how long this form is going to last for him, and because yes. I, I know they do this on covers all the time, like, even on the new, in, like, mm-hmm. uh, the new Punisher thing, like, they didn't put the new logo on the cover they put the old logo just to i guess i i, I don't know i don't know why not to spoil or whatever yeah <laughs> no, not to spoil. A also a lot of people didn't like that logo but i wonder if he'll be through that whole issue and i'm also wondering if there's going to be another another evolution above this because if he gets yes. into a fight right away and he levels up again like who who knows what's going to be going on yeah like that's what i'm saying we've seen yes. i i, I yes. think this is cooler because it has the cape and the whole skin changing it does like two effects and also it just looks amazing but also Both are like, your dope as fuck but i put this slightly yeah. ahead but yeah but we haven't seen we haven't seen like something i'm really excited for we've seen the power up from red we've seen the power up from black we haven't seen any power up from pink. yellow or pink or yeah. I mean? oh yeah. i think so, pink will be able to probably make like gigantic like ocean-sized portals and just bring in like worlds on your ass like yeah i don't know what her design will be like but it, who knows i have no idea i'm very curious to see what pink is gonna be able to do when she when she levels up like I have no idea. What if she becomes like Mirror Master? I don't know. <laughs> a little spoiler for Red. I, um, once the Hulkbuster starts like shooting flames and shit, that's that's <laughs> that's gonna be fun. Yeah. Uh, what if what if like Satomi can turn into things? Like like what if she could turn into like like she's like a transformer, but like a radiant transformer. Do you know that's what I'm sick. saying? Oh, it'd be yeah. sick. You, you can yeah. get like a nice ghost, right? You can get a bike there with the fire. Yeah. Yeah. The and like, she could just turn into weird things. Like that would be crazy. I would like that. I would like that. Here's here's my end game for Satomi. She lives in Hawaii and like the volcanoes that pop off, she just goes in the volcano, absorbs all the magma <laughs> and stuff like that. Like the the symbol of rage, like a volcano, she's the one to quell that, someone who's known to have anger issues and she's chilling out and uh and she, you know, and Owen's dead as well. Long, long <laughs> dead by this point. <laughs> Owen's no, Owen's we'll just Atrocitus. That's awesome. I love that. I would love that. Yeah, no, I, I think, but joking, I wouldn't mind that ending. But I think, you know, it's just like a joke. I'm sure Kyle has, Kyle and uh, Cherish 
you know, not that they, I don't even know if they've talked endgame goals, but like, that'd be cool. But I know they'll cook up something even better. But it's just, this is wild that we have this multiverse. We've got three different Radiant Verse books to talk about. Like, in a I know, and there's, and there's Dead Lucky coming soon. We might have some, some Dead Lucky stuff in store soon. Who knows? Who knows? Might keep it on the deal. Keep my lips sealed <laughs> yeah. for now. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, no, the, it, it's just crazy. And the other day, even we created a new Dead Lucky section in the discord and most of flora has even popped in there for a second she was like oh my god we've already got like a section of discord for dead lucky that's so cool and i'm just like i was so happy that's your wholesome moment so uh yeah that's there's just so much to look forward to when we were publishing the when i published the key list today earlier and people were looking at the key list we made they were like wow like we didn't realize that there was a cameo of rogue son and dead lucky in reading back number seven and it's like yeah it was very tough to spot you look at the posters up in uh tokyo and you see rogue sun in one of them and dead lucky in the other so well i could i barely catch that character i didn't know existed yet <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but it was yeah, i cool. know literally that was that, that's, super that's cool. the point though it's sneaky and it's like it, there you go there's that piece of information right now so if you want to buy the first cameo appearance of Dead Lucky, it's in Ray Black number seven, I believe. It was as sneaky as, like, sneaking in Batman versus Superman teases into I Am Legend, right? It's that kind of stuff where it's, like, we put it on the billboard. Like, that is, that's, like, Easter Egg Central. Like, that's packed. Like, Easter this year is going to suck compared to all the Easter eggs I saw last year when I was reading that issue. Like, jeez. Yeah, I, I don't know if you guys noticed. Uh, I'll get to spoil this right now. But there, I, I couldn't tell if it was, but I'm pretty sure it was. There's a scene. Or sorry, a panel in Radiant Red number two where you see Morty. Or sorry, Rick, like from Rick and Morty. Like it's one of the graffiti. You look at the where she's going into the building where they, they drop oh, the drop on her. Yeah, you look at like the in, thing on the thing and it looks like Rick. And what issue in the latest Radiant Red? Yeah, in the latest Radiant Red in all the pages. I'm actually pulling it up. I, I got it right now. <laughs> yeah, when you, put, when you look the at the, it's in like the third page or something. She's she's going through that door where all the graffiti right before she. Oh uh, yeah. Isn't that Rick? Pretty sure that's Rick. Like it's got the teeth, the eyes. I don't see the hair, but that oh yeah, you might you might be actually the hair pops. You might be right there yeah, when they're going up very the, subtle. I, 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 yeah, I think it's a subtle Rick. Right when they're there. going up the stairs or uh, yeah, oh, like, yeah, it's and like, they, and there's like the like it's like arp kind of like, almost like panel, a burp and he burps the you know, like the, the yeah, X over the eyes. Yeah, the best panel that shows it is the one where she has her hand on the knob and it says yeah. Kerr. It's right above the curve. You can see his face and his hair. Like it looks like Rick. And I was just like, is that Rick? Like that looks like Rick. And you know, we got Snorlax Good. last issue, so it's cool to see those little uh, teases. That's, but uh, Rick and Morty is that? Is it a book? Yeah, more radio red for next time. All I will say is, I hope you got the secret variant because that was a bitch to find. I yeah. I did not. I I totally was sleeping on that one, and I'm gonna be one of those suckers probably getting it on e- eBay in a little bit and paying way too much for it. Me too. I I missed it. I missed that one. I wasn't able to go to the store. I'm pretty sure they all picked. I saw some stores had it for like ten to fifteen bucks. Some people got really lucky. I mean, most people I know pay ten to fifteen bucks like Canadian for it in that region or even ten US. But some uh, people paid a little bit more. Some people paid cover. How how did one like get that like how? So if you're on the Discord Netflix Flex uh, slash uh, you know whatever uh, if you're on the Discord Cherish Chen came onto the Discord and dropped a little hint saying keep your eyes out for Radiant Red number two that's what she said she didn't say anything else she just said keep your eyes out for Radiant Red number two there might be a surprise so I got the whole server guessing oh my god what is it gonna be what is it gonna be it's gonna be this it's gonna be that and people were like oh maybe it's a secret variant and I'm like you know that makes sense because secret variants you know we haven't had a lot of them and that would be something really sure. cool to do with uh Radiant Black and it was a secret variant it turned out that we've done this before we've done something similar where 
if you remember for Radio Radio Black number six, we were we were that we had that Kira cover and I think Kira Akamoto cover. And the cover was initially advertised to have uh, Satomi on it with her helmet. But when the cover actually came out, it was so when the cover came out, it didn't actually have the helmet on it. Like Satomi was helmetless on the cover. Uh, okay. But that okay. wasn't a secret, secret variant. Seven, that was the same, or no, the set seven wasn't really a secret variant. Seven, seven wasn't. They just a hid secret, those. Characters. It was hidden. Yeah, they hid all the characters up until it came out where they had the whole team on the cover. But this is a real secret variant. Basically, yeah, I don't I don't know what the ratio was. I don't know how they did it, but some stores got a few depending on how many you ordered. Some stores barely got any. And the difference is the normal cover has the helmet on and the rad- the radiant red secret variant has Stomi on the cover. Exact same cover, but she's not she doesn't have her helmet on. And the super secret one, she has her Hamlet on and she's reading from Shakespeare's <laughs> uh, famous No, I'm just kidding. Um I, I do want to say like if there's any series like image how many how many image properties have been adapted into video games besides Spawn? Is it just Walking Dead and Spawn, right? Just those two? Probably. Yeah. Oh I, man. I feel like like I was saying the other day with Rogue Sun when I saw the emote, I'm like, man, a roguelike with Rogue Sun would be amazing. And obviously a fighting game with the Radiant Verse. Like imagine having Infernal Girl Red pop in and like they all have these guys are friends and all have the rights to it. Like if you guys can find some indie devs, like I would play the shit out of that game. Like Yeah, that's that's been like one of the biggest or the most frequent requests on the Discord is like I would play the hell out of this game. This game looks so cool. There's a lot of people who would, are very intrigued by the idea. I mean, like, you think about something like Marvel versus Capcom, and I think, like, having Marvel versus, like... I always think of Marvel versus... Marvel. I wake up thinking of Marvel versus yeah. Capcom, too, and I go to bed thinking of Marvel versus Capcom, too, yeah. anyways. Yeah. Marvel versus Capcom's amazing, and it's, like, you think about something like that, you could do something awesome in the modern-day context. And even if it's, like, you can't include Marvel DC, just to have, like, Image versus... Or just Image Royale. Image, image, image versus Comics SNK. Royale. No. Image versus Capcom <laughs> would be... Oh my! That, I would, that would die. Be, yeah, that would be. Ryu amazing. versus you know Marshall, you know, but Image oh, versus yeah, that, Capcom. That would be. That just would imagine be that. That'll be a podcast. We we should do that in the off season or one off. Image versus Capcom, and oh, I would die. <laughs> I would die. That that would be amazing. So that, that's why we. Like, Chun Li versus Satomi. Support it. support support Radiant Black if you're a fan. Support Image Comics. You know, keep keep buying the comics from your local comic stores. Beast you know? versus Hulk. Yeah, no, that, that's Capcom. <laughs> that, that would be. Battle Beast that, versus Zangief. Baby. Okay, sorry. I'm, I, yeah, I'm no, watching too no, much no. Triple KO. Anyways. Yeah, anyway, but yeah, so I think this is a good place to wrap this episode up. We've covered pretty much everything. Some uh, quick housekeeping. Me- shout out. Yeah, some quick housekeeping we'll do before we end. Uh, don't forget to check out the Rain and Black Discord if you haven't already. It's an amazing community for people who like comic books, pop culture. We don't just talk about Rain and Black. People talk about other stuff too. Super friendly people. Moderators are awesome. It's good stuff. Creators are in the server. A lot of the creators from Radio Black are on the server, including Kyle, uh, Marcelo, Matt Groom is in it, Ryan Parrott. You know, they're, they're not super, super active, but they do hop in from time to time and make it exciting. So some community members, we just want to thank for the interaction. We want to thank Owen, Charlie, obviously, Joe Loves Comics. Theta Campanile, right? Anomaly. Anomaly Owen. Who artist, made the new uh, emotes? Yeah, uh, Massive yeah, Mas- so Mas- Central and his girlfriend, Dummy. Thank you so much for the emotes. I, was, I think his girlfriend did it, but... Uh, and that's her username. Was, that's not Bash is being disrespectful. No, that's no, no. Uh, it's Parker from Massive Central. And then Dummy. <laughs> Dummy Dummy is her username. I don't know what her real name is. I'm just kidding. But yeah, yeah she's Dummy a smart cookie if she can make those emotes, and they're, they're oh, awesome. They're amazing. Yeah, and she, she, she's been grinding. She she made like a bunch of Rogue Sun ones, So and they're fantastic. So, yeah, so thank you so much for that. We love them here at the server. She also teased that she's going to be making uh, Shift emotes soon because, or emojis, sorry, because Shift is one of her favorite characters. So I'm very excited to see those because a lot of people love Shift. I love Shift. But, yeah, it's an awesome time at the Discord. Shout out also to Ken Levitsky, who I know 
has been going through somewhat of a tough time recently. I think he just had some surgery on his knee, going through a lot. Hope you're doing okay, man. Uh, stay radiant, of course. And uh, yeah, just hope everyone's doing well. Thanks, everyone, uh, for listening to the podcast, for being a part of this community. Thank you so much for 500 followers. You know, it's, it's been so, so much fun talking to everybody, getting to know everyone, you know, sharing this amazing uh, interest we have for comics and for Radiant Black and the Massiverse specifically. But also, I wanted to say, if you're if you're enjoying the podcast, uh, please help us grow. You know, tell your friends or leave a review on Apple Podcasts or like it or follow on Podbean. Or if you know that, someone that hates yeah. puns and you want to drive them crazy, <laughs> you know, send them our way. Yeah, exactly. It, w- that really helps us out. It, it's how, you know, it's how we get the, the statistics and everything. But also on YouTube, uh, we have a YouTube channel and it's been really growing recently. So thank you for that. Almost at 100 subscribers. So if you prefer using YouTube, check that out. We plan on doing more video content soon. Not regularly, but a little bit more video content soon to try to incorporate other yeah. aspects. We're looking into yeah. tout. It's amazing. <laughs> you guys don't tout? <laughs> no, uh, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. Thanks for everyone that's helping this this podcast grow. Are we, do you say we're close to 5,000 on Podbean? Or is that way No, I mean, overall, I think overall we're above like 5,000 plays. Thank you for everyone for that. It's, it kind of blows my mind because we don't really... We don't Hearing know, people like call me a Kathy Simp, even it's surreal. Like, it's I like mean, people the idea are... <laughs> someone asked Matt if he could use his poetry at like a recital at school or something i was thinking i was going to say that i was just going to say that when i was really cool that was freaking awesome yeah yeah, he's going to read the one that his english teacher likes in particular so what up Uh, not in school but uh, still placing uh uh, you know so yeah thanks to anomaly 616 that's uh super rad and i actually like that one if you guys want to check out more of my poetry that's it's at all that i thought on instagram i'm close to 350 followers it's been growing really well and i'm super pleased with a lot of the stuff i put out and the reception so any more people want to check that out that'd be great uh, if not, I mean, poetry, it's a lot to get into. Sometimes I'm serious. But yeah. And Owen's <laughs> our next guest as well. So it'll be fun to talk to him about that kind of stuff, to have him, you know, on. He He's, he's a very smart kid and he's really into Radiant Black. And after all, he is the Radiant Black Discord trivia champion. <laughs> so that's going to be fun. It's in his bio, too. He's the man. He earned that shit. Man, that was like. That blew my mind because we came up with some hard questions and we had to come up with more because these like the contestants answered pretty much most of them, but we got stumped at the very last one. So that was such a fun night. I, you know, if you enjoyed Radio Black Trivia Night, we're going to be doing more of those things in the future. I've been telling guys here, my podcast uh, team, my my friends and uh, fellow moderators, other people on the Discord. I'm going through my final week or two of the semester right now. It's just intense. Once this week is over, I devoting a lot more of my time to the discord the twitter and everything will be a lot more active and it'll be a lot more fun so i'm really looking cool to get like a jeopardy setup going like i think there'll probably be a way to get like a fake jeopardy going with like a top three yeah yeah no for sure we have so many ideas that's the thing everyone here you know me matt uh, marty uh raja ali everyone here all the moderators who work so hard god bless them they all have some fantastic ideas and sometimes it's ironic because it seems like because we meet once a month to discuss like everybody, all the moderators meet once a month to discuss quality of it's life. It's like the Court of Owls, like we all wear masks <laughs> and everything. Yeah, and 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 we we actually a lot of the people who have support suggestions, a lot of the times these suggestions have already been discussed. So it's it's just a matter of like finding the most efficient setup. And but everyone's been you. cool as hell. Like we've had oh. minimal issues with people. Like it's yes. it's been amazing. Humanity has never acted this amazing <laughs> like <laughs> since it began. So yeah, cool. that, thank you to everyone in the Discord for being so incredible for 
being yeah for, for helping build this amazing community for being a part of it and then we, we're always looking forward to interacting more with the discord and we have some fun events planned soon with giveaways with all kinds of stuff so if you like radiant black if you like the masterverse go tell someone about it get them in let's have more fun discussing this stuff and if you want to be a part of the podcast just literally just uh hit us up with with an email or just post on the radiant black discord and we'll get you on yeah but we'll before, answer your yeah. questions we'll probably bring on as a guest really yes yeah we, we love that's how we met charlie so and now he's basically the honorary fourth member so and i've joked about that before but he really basically is so yeah um one last thing before we conclude uh we did get one question for this week so oh, questions yeah. for the podcast by anomaly yep and we can all share our opinions and we can edit this question for the podcast he says Anomaly 616 says, do you think that with the prominence of Shift in the Radiant Black-related books, that he has the potential to become the arch enemy of Radiant Black, Ally, the Green Goblin, to Spider-Man, or Joker to Batman? What do you guys think? You go, Charlie. Thinking for me, I think right now, um, while they're still on Earth, um, before they get into some of the cosmic stuff, because I, I think eventually the route they're going with, some of these like space battles and stuff we've seen there's gonna be a lot bigger stakes for him i i don't know if i would say personal i I don't know what these villains will be like but i'm i i'm hoping if if my owen theory is correct maybe shift maybe he's hiding under that shift mask maybe he could be a joker type figure for satomi or uh something like that so yeah i don't i don't know it could it could go anyways but it's it's awesome having there just to come back to regardless if i had a sound box you know how in all the interviews kyle is like you don't know what the series is really i would have just played that right then and there. we need a soundboard get the soundboard going we need a soundboard, yeah you don't really know what the series is <laughs> and it's like man but kyle's right like he's been really, oh yeah like uh, unpredictable with how the series is going moving forward like there's like yeah there's some things that we kind of guessed or whatever but very loosely in terms of like the direction of the story it's so unpredictable it's awesome it's always keeping you on your toes and i agree with charlie i, I like i'm i'm kind of like either way it could be but it's like it's hard because yeah this is a series that looks to be expanding the scope and if we're going to compare it a little bit to invincible we didn't really machine meet head. i'm thinking machine head that's what i was thinking of. <laughs> yeah, i think it's machine we head level we didn't meet throg until like we were out of earth right like throg like even when earth was still like the domain that they were part of he didn't go to earth himself he had his lieutenants go for him like uh, conquest yeah. or anissa it wasn't until he left earth and he discovered spoiler alert all those like you know the 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 the, the disease and he went to their ship yeah. And he realized his uh, the threat the Throg was and everything. So Throg came from out of space. Like he was that was his domain. And so I agree with Charlie. I think if we're gonna get the big boss, it's gonna be someone from outer space probably because this is a radiant black. Like this, these are cosmic superheroes. They're not gonna. I don't think the mm-hmm. final villain is gonna be someone who lacks some sort of cosmic awareness I, or something. I think Shift is like. He, I, I think, think Shift. He's gonna, yeah, he's gonna be. He's look based on the replies. He's what the people want. Like people want shift. Everyone's saying shift, 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 shift. Like my 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 Twitter is blowing up right now. The 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 giveaway posts with people just saying shift. Like it's literally it's right now as we speak. It's it's still going. Here here's my thoughts on shift. So he's I think he's machine head level. Yep. But I think his ceiling might be kingpin. Even even I, I would say titan. 
like more than Machine Head. Ty- remember Titan? Because like Machine yeah, Head yeah. is yeah. bigger. Uh-huh. In I remember the Titans. Yeah, like I think Titan, because like, Titan takes over that entire city, and then he like becomes a real piece of shit. So I, I would say, but yeah, I say I hear what you're saying. Like Machine Head from the show, because he's bigger there. Yeah, I agree. I think. And look, we've seen yeah. shit, but when Caps Lock comes around, they were all fucked. Okay, so. Even you got Charlie to swear there, like. <laughs> there's no topping that so i'm done for the day thanks everyone for listening love you bash do do, do, do what you do charlie always great to have you on the show and we'll definitely have you on again but yeah no yeah. i think i think i agree with matt i think he'll be a big like street level thug or or if he really ascends in terms of tries to really you know pursue this whole cosmic journey maybe but i think we're gonna get new players once this the series shifts to more space setting Ooh. You said the word. You said the magic word. Uh, no, but yeah, Shift's design is amazing. So like, even if he's not like the most popular round, like he'll be selling masks like Rey Mysterio, like all that getup. He's, like, he's raiding Genji. That's what he is. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think Genji. And like, when I, you know, when I do comparisons to other series that I love, I mean, you just put this in. We got a stew going. We got some good stuff. Like we got like Genji. Yeah. Do it up. Put in more Overwatch designs. Give us Lucio. Like make Doppler look more like Lucio, and I'm down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. And it hey, looks if, like they're just getting started with that. Sorry. Go ahead. If we can get the like this quality of villains for even like the if this turns out to be kind of like a C list like be even like a D list villain like it, it's so awesome to have because all the all the best superheroes ha- have good rogues galleries for the most part and it, it's awesome just to build them from the ground up because not everyone can be the best villain I, I guess I'm trying to say no not yeah. everyone can be the condiment king right some of these guys get left <laughs> behind of course of course. God, you get hot sauce in your eye. You tell me that's not a threatening villain bash. I, I just think it was so, like, yeah, the God of the King is pretty badass. Oh, yeah. Can't deny that. <laughs> but uh, no, I think this has been a great place to end. That's that's. I think you guys have given some interesting thoughts for the listeners to consider. I want to say once again, thank you, everyone. Thank you to my fellow friends and uh, fellow podcast co-hosts for being a part of this awesome episode today we covered a lot of ground and like like uh, charlie said that new radio form is that's that's one to look out for because that's badass and man like if if they ever make an action figure you've already got tons of money there because you know you look at invincible they have those action figures where he has the blood on it where he has the blood not on it where he has the torn outfit the torn not torn those all sell and it's like you look at this and these are all unique forms i tell you those are gonna sell these are gonna sell like crazy once and i still out. you gotta do the hawaiian shirt marshall first with oh the yes oh, oh my yeah. god oh, yeah, my yeah. God. that's just a classic oh my god thank you so much everyone for joining me today we'll see you next time stay radiant